What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the second edition of the Atlanta Braves Nation podcast. Uh, I'm Jack Robach, and I've got my good friend Kurt Devine with me here again today. What's up, Kurt? What's going on, guys? Um, so today we're going to be answering your uh, your comments from Instagram. We're going to be answering every single one. Um, I put up a post uh, yesterday asking you guys to to give us all the questions you've got about you know anything related to the Braves. Um, you know, I got a lot of we got a lot of questions specifically about the offseason. Um, and today we're going to answer them. Really excited to get into some of these questions. Um, so let's get right into it. Um, so our first question was from Cole K. 2004. Um, he said, what do you think about the possibility of trading Johan and Ender? Uh, referring to Johan Camargo and Ender Enciarte. Um, Kurt, I'm going to let you get started on this question first. Well, obviously, me and you have been very vocal about our um, displeasure with Ender's <laughs> Performance to say the least, to say season. the least. To say the least, of course. Um, I think it's a very real possibility that he gets traded. The only thing that I think is who really wants him, you know, who wants to take a risk yep. on him? Is it worth paying for his contract? You know, how much are we going to have to eat to get rid of him? Is it really worth eating that money just for him not to play for us? Are we going to have to attach a prospect? There's a lot of different questions that go around entering CRC. Because we know what he's been able to do defensively. He kind of fell off. He's not as fast anymore. Obviously, he his hitting has just gone down the drain. I don't know where it went, but he left it yep. somewhere. And it, it's disappointing to, you know, for a guy who came over and was really like, you know, he came over in that Dansby Swanson trade. And, you know, we we're like, oh, man, we got a stud shortstop. Now we have a stud center fielder. And he kind of fell off. And it, it's disappointing. But um, I think trading him is a real possibility. And definitely something Alex and Thoughtful is going to look into this offseason. Now, as far as Johan Camargo goes, um, that's another guy where I'm kind of like, do you just want to keep him for bench depth? He's still he's, yep. he's younger than Ender, mm-hmm. I believe. Yep. Um, he He's a serviceable defensive player in the infield. Uh, Hitting-wise, he has his little spurts here and there. Uh, you know, he can hit for a little bit of power. Um, he's just not very consistent with that. Uh, and obviously he lost the job to Austin Riley starting the season. So I think that Ender is definitely, I would say, is more likely to get traded than Johan just because of depth purposes and the fact that, you know, we have guys like Christian Pache and Drew Waters coming up in the ranks right, that, right. you know, Ender is pretty, pretty tradable right now. Right, and uh, I think you did a great job covering that. A few things I want to add. Enciarte is on a two-year $17 million deal right now. Uh, this year he's going to eat. $8 million, which is a ridiculous amount of money to pay a player who's putting up stats like that, um, and $9 million in 2022. The good thing is for the Braves, if we do decide to keep him, uh, which may be, you know, beyond what our control, um, the 2022, his 2022 buyout is going to be $1.025 million. So if the Braves can't find a trade partner for him, um, he will be bought out. There's no way the Braves will pay him $9 million. Um to continue right. that level of production. Um, and like you said, I think uh, in order to trade in Ziarte, you will, you will have to attach a prospect to him and, you know, maybe even send some money along with them. I think the Braves would love to do that because, um, you know, getting, getting that cap space is going to be so important this offseason, especially with guys like Ozuna on the market, maybe even a potential, you know, a guy like Trevor Bauer. Um, but I think Anthopolis is going to do, you know, he's going to try, like you said, he's going to try a lot of things to get NCRT off the books. Um, as far as Camargo goes, uh, I 100% agree with you. He's on a one-year $2.1 million contract. Not bad. Uh, you know, good backup player. Um, no reason to try trading him. I think he will be a brave um, in 2021. 
Uh, moving on to the next question, we got Henry Knox one from Instagram. He says, "Name your best Braves of all time at every position." So basically, give this is this is a great, okay. great, okay. great question. And lo- I love, I yeah, it is it's really tough. tough. I love to, I love talking about uh, talking about this with people and debating. Um, so I'll go ahead and give my uh, my starting lineup, and then you can give yours, and you know. We'll, uh, we'll talk points uh, gotcha. about each position. So for me, the, this is obviously, to me, this is the toughest one. If you have to go one pitcher, uh, if you it, you can choose one brace pitcher all time to go out in a game and win you a game. Um, for me, it's Greg Maddox. Uh, I'll get to the other four guys I would have on my team in a second, but I'm throwing Greg Maddox out there. Um, at first base, I'll take Freddie Freeman uh, with a big, big, big honorable mention to Fred McGriff, the crime dog. Uh, Fred, Freddie Freeman is <sighs> Fred. He's just too good. I, I had to start him. Um, second base is kind of a kind of a black hole for the Braves. Not a lot of great great players at second base. Um, Mark Lemke is the the guy I picked, and you know to be quite honest, Ozzy Albies is almost already there. But I'll take Mark Lemke just because of the the shortness of Albies' career. Uh, shortstop, I'll take Rafael for call. Um, great Brave in the early two thousands. Uh, again, not a not a position with a lot of depth for the Braves. Uh, greatness wise third base it's easy for me it's chipper jones um big honorable mention again there to to eddie matthews um great great player but chipper jones is just going to take the take the cake in that one um center field i'll take chipper jones oh i said chipper jones didn't i say andrew jones (laughs) andrew (laughs) jones um right field take hank aaron that's pretty self-explanatory left field take dale murphy um with a big honorable mention to david justice in the outfield um Catcher, this is this is a pretty debatable topic as well. I'll take Brian McCann. In his prime, Brian McCann was a force to be reckoned with. Um, honorable mentions here to Joe Torre and Javi Lopez. Love both of those guys, uh, especially Javi. You know, um, big big part of that 1995 championship team. Um, going back to the pitching, I will take Glavin, Smoltz, Phil Necro, and Warren Spahn in in my four spots um, behind Maddox um, and no particular order. I really don't want to get into that. That's going to be way too hard. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah Maddox yeah. at one and, and for bullpen, I know this is, you know, not really one that people really love talking about, but I'll take Craig Kimbrell in his prime out of the bullpen uh, with an honorable mention to Mark Wallers. Um, and, you know, on the bench, I'll take Bobby Cox as my coach. Um, that's my lineup. All right. Let's hear yours now. <laughs> nice. All right. So, uh, starting pitcher. I, I didn't actually do a whole road rotation like you did, so that was actually a good idea. Gotcha, I just chose one. Uh, one fan. Yes. yes. Uh, that that's my guy. Uh, I mean, he's a legend. You know, he Absolutely. speaks for himself. Uh, not as recent as you know Maddox, Glavinish, or, or Smoltz, but nonetheless a legend. And I think uh, you throw him out there. He's definitely going to need the ball game. Uh, first, I also have Freddie Freeman. Um, of course, an honorable. Honorable mention to a Fred McGriff, the crime dog, who I personally love. But like like you said, Freddie, you know, he speaks for himself. He's a legend as well. Second, I went with the young gun. Okay. I went Ozzy okay. Albies. Okay. Um, I love watching Ozzy play. I wish he would just hit right-handed because I swear totally agree. the best second baseman in the league. Totally but agree. he maybe he'll learn that one day. Um, but I think he's already solidified himself as, you know, I say, like I said, the best second baseman all time for the Braves. I just I feel that good about him, and obviously he has much more time to play yep. in the league, so that that makes it even better. Uh, third, I have Chipper Jones as well. 
uh, Chipper was one of probably my first, like, I guess, fan favorite yeah. player. Um, I grew up watching. He's kind of like the guy that I was like, oh, yeah, that's Chipper. And you knew when the his walk-up song came on, it, you knew what was going on. <laughs> yep. Everybody got crazy. I mean, Chipper was – Chipper's Chipper. I mean, it, a lot of it, it's so funny how we can just say that about – these guys and you know we don't have to explain right. our reasons because everybody's right. so good right i yep. mean unless it's a questionable 100%. thing but uh, yeah chipper's great uh shortstop uh also went in another direction a little younger i went andrew okay Simmons. okay yep um i man was he he was a beast and still is with yep. the glove um i he he really couldn't hit uh, I don't think you know he he's gotten better mm-hmm. as time goes goes on, and you know he plays for the Angels. But I think he, I mean, he's going to go down in history as one of the best defensive shortstops. Uh, he's just he's stellar. I, I wish we still had him because I, I just love watching him play on defense. But uh, you know, I'll take Dansby too. You know, I love I love Mr. <laughs> Dansby. So now going to the outfield. Uh, I think we have the same outfield. Um, Hank Aaron, Andrew Jones, and Del Murphy. Right, not, not Chipper Jones. Andrew Jones. <laughs> yeah, not Chipper. Yep, yeah, same Andrew. outfield. Uh, yeah, that's going to be – That's yeah, that's my outfield. Um, I don't think that will change too recent I don't, or too soon. I, I think that will stay there for a little bit. You know, obviously, Acuna, though, he's definitely – Got gonna, some work to do. Got some work to do. I think he's going to turn it on. But, yeah, he does have some work to do. I mean, that's a, that's a deep outfield, so – you got some climbing up the ranks to do for sure. And then at catcher, I went my man. Okay. Bobby Lopez. Okay. Yes, I love Brian McCann. Uh, also, he was part of the team that I love watching with Chipper and one of those veterans. Uh, but, you know, he left a sour taste in my mouth when he left yeah, for the Yankees. Agreed. You know, he was a homegrown boy. He was a Braves fan growing up. You know, we, we drafted him. You know, we, we groomed him to be this great MLB catcher. And then – I, I remember watching in his pre- press conference when he went to the Yankees. He, I remember him saying specifically that he always wanted to be a Yankee. And from that point on, I cannot look at Brian McCann <laughs> the same. I know he came back, uh, I guess, what, yep. last year. You know, we tried to put a run together, and it was cool. But uh, I got to give it to Harvard Lopez. Respect. He's a beast. Yep. Okay. Uh, out of your bullpen, you going Craig Kimbrell too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, he was. Yeah, he was it, just yeah. I mean, it was. You knew when he came in, the game was over. There was very few times where like a runner would even get on. I mean, it was, I, it was insane yep. and what he could do. So yeah, I'm going Kimball as my yep. number Shut one down. guy yep. to close up. All right, that was that was actually really fun. Let's let's see. Uh, next question was from Chris Strong. Um, he says, "Can we afford re-extending Freddie to go along with signing Ozuna and Bauer?" Um, I'll start off. I'll start off. And I'm going to go ahead and say Freddie is locked up through next season. So whenever we end up paying him, it won't hit the books until 2022. Um, unless we try to restructure that contract, um, his, his contract is set for next season. So that's not going to have too much of an effect on Ozuna and Bauer, but the combination of, of having to resign Ozuna and Bauer, that probably isn't going to happen. Um, because right. you're going to have to pay those guys, you know, ridiculous amounts of money. Maybe, maybe Bauer takes a little bit less on a one-year deal. I just, I don't, I don't see his market is going to be ridiculous. Um, and and yeah. he wants oh, that, yeah. even if he just wants that one-year deal, people will pay a ridiculous amount of money to get him on that one-year deal. Um, 
So yeah. yeah, that that doesn't have as much to do with signing Freeman as it does the the market value of Ozuna and Bauer. What do you think, Kurt? Um, I, I love the point that you brought up that that Freddie Freeman extension won't hit the books until after next season. So that really kind of leaves up uh, or opens up the possibility of signing a guy like Bauer to that one year deal. Kind of not really expecting him to go long term, just because that's kind of what he's stated. Uh, oddly enough, he, he just wants to take a mm-hmm. one-year deal. He doesn't want to be locked yep. in anywhere. Um, now, as far as Zuna goes, I'm sure he's going to be looking for multiple years. Um, I, he's not going to settle for a one-year deal after the season he just had. Um, I to do all three of those things is going to be tough, especially you know how we don't know how right. the money That's works. That's a big you know, question. It was very short season, no fans, and we know how Liberty Media is about <laughs> revenue and profit and you know they crunch numbers a lot so and we often complain about it but um that'd be great you know for all those things to happen um i think extending freddie won't have an effect on who we sign this offseason but it could or as far as giving money out it won't affect that but it'll definitely affect the length of Mm -hmm. contracts and i'll be interested to see if the braves can't match uh, like Marcelo Zuna's wants, not because of monetary value, but because of that length and security that a longer contract provides. And maybe the Braves aren't willing to do that. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, you know, we're hoping for the best. Yep, absolutely. Um, our next question is from ACM1313131313. He asked, what is the biggest priority in free agency? For me, it's simple. It's Marcelo Zuna. Um, yep. Ozuna, uh, yeah. I think we both can agree on that. I think, uh, you know, Going deeper into that, we, you know, we just heard a few days ago that um, right now the plan is for the DH to be gone um, in the NL um, next year. Um, that would be not not so great, not so great for our chances in re- re-signing Ozuna. Um, but one thing I like to tell people, I, I've gotten some uh, DMs and questions about this, you know, people asking me, oh, is Ozuna going to come back, you know, now that the DH is most likely not coming back to the NL. And I said – Look, you know, when Ozuna signed with us um, on, you know, on the one year deal um, back last year before the before coronavirus, before the DH was ever going to be a thing this year, um, he signed with us expecting to play left field. Um, Now, the only thing the only question that that is that we have now is does did he enjoy DHing so much? And, you know, he probably knows that he can get the same amount of money, if not more, to go DH in the AL. it's a big question. Um, and right now we don't, we don't know, but you know, the Braves have made it clear and you know, that they want Ozuna back and we want Ozuna back and hopefully Ozuna wants to come back. Um, but I think, I think that's the easy, an easy question. Biggest priority is Marcelo Ozuna. Um, next question is from handicappable. Uh, is it worth it to get a cameo by Greg Maddox? Um, I actually looked into this a little bit. (laughs) I actually did. Um, and, (laughs) Greg Maddox doesn't have a cameo, so I'm not sure where that question came from. Um, but if he does, and I'm wrong, I don't think I'm wrong. If he does, you know, go for it, man. Uh, <laughs> one of the greatest pitchers yeah. of all time. Might as man. well. <laughs> I would love, man. What? I yeah, go for it. <laughs> if it does exist, why wouldn't you? I'd pay any amount of money to have Greg Maddox send me a message. <laughs> yeah. That'd be pretty. That'd, that'd be, be pretty, pretty cool. awesome. Um, next question, Cindy Carroll nine. Can you tell us a little about, little bit about Ronald Acuna Jr.'s new baby? So this is actually a funny question because I remember watching, uh, a Braves game and, uh, they were interviewing Ronald 
uh, I think it was after we won the NL East. I could be wrong. Uh, but they asked him, you know, like, how did it feel? And he said something in Spanish to the effect of, oh, I did this for my, my, uh, my girlfriend and my baby. And everybody just, everybody was kind of like taken aback. Like, what? You have a baby? Like, no one knew this. Um, <laughs> and, you know, a little later on, we learned that, yes, Ron Wacuna Jr. does have a baby. It's a baby boy. We actually don't know when he was born. We think it was sometime in December, but it was with his girlfriend, Eva Lucia. Um, but, yeah, he has a baby. We found out in that interview. <laughs> it's pretty funny. He's pretty – he seems to be pretty private about it. But, um, but yes, Ron Wacuna Jr. does yeah. have a baby. We don't know a lot about it. But, yeah, there's there's the <laughs> – do we know the name? Uh, no, we don't know the name. I, I did. A, I actually looked pretty hard to find out more information about this, and there's just not a lot out there. Um, he does seem to be huh. a pretty private when it comes to that. Um, well, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, our next question is from 757Huff. If we don't re-sign Ozuna, who do we focus on in free agency? I'm going to let you start off on this one. Okay. Um, well, if we don't re-sign Ozuna – I think there's two things that play out here. If we don't sign him, I think it's so tough because I want to say we're going to have the DH because I feel like there's there's I feel like there's something that's going to happen to where we end up having it. I feel like it was such a good mm-hmm. part of the league and finally pro- provided that balance that we needed. Um, that it's hard to look at players replacing one of our guys on the field who can provide that same offensive production that Azuna brought and it's going to be tough because you you think if you don't sign Ozuna then you're like okay well we need someone to at least replace what he was doing right but you look at all our it's going to have to be an outfielder it's going to have to be and it's going to have to be a guy who can hit for power but he can also field but like I like how you brought up earlier about the whole thing about you know we did sign Ozuna to be left fielder um whether he's that great at fielding maybe not so much (laughs) But nonetheless, you know, we were expecting to play left field. So the Braves could go um, with another power bat who might not play the best of outfield defense but can put up that, those offensive numbers. And I wrote down a couple guys um, that are kind of questionable as far as playing defense, in my opinion. But I'm, I looked at these guys with the sole purpose of crossing my fingers that there's a DH and – um, hopefully they'll play a little better with a guy like Christian Pichet next to them. So number one, um, it is a guy who – I have three guys. I have three guys. Number one on my list is a guy who definitely is not going to field, but this is me just all in, 100% DH. It's going to happen. I want Nelson Cruz on a Ooh. I love watching Nelson Cruz hit. He can – He he's old. Yes, he's 40 years old. I or coming up on it. And, but he can hit the ball. And he, he would be great. He would be great. He would, he would love hitting right behind Freddie Freeman in that lineup. I think he could provide maybe not as great average numbers, but still have that power that, you know, we lose if Ozuna walks. Mm-hmm. Um, now, he's definitely not going to go out there and play left field, <laughs> I can tell you that much. Uh, you know, he needs to let the legs rest after he goes up there for an at-bat. Um, so that's me kind of thinking 100% yep. DH. I don't think he'll, he'll cost too much as far as like a short – you know, one-year deal as he's at the end of his career. I think he would, you know, take a nice discount just because he knows his value and that kind of thing. Uh, and there's two more guys that I have who could technically fill, but it, it depends on if they opt out of their contracts. Uh, one, I have uh, Nick Castellanos okay. uh, from uh-huh. the Reds. 
Uh, he just recently signed there, uh, but he does have an opt-out clause in his contract for this offseason. I really like him. I think he's a good hitter. Uh, Fielding is iffy, but he's actually a guy that the Braves were rumored to be interested in back before he right, got traded right. to the mm-hmm. Cubs in the previous season uh, to help them with, like, you know, help us with our four hole and whatnot. Um, so I think that's a guy that you can look at only if he opts out. Um, I guess it depends whether he thinks he can get more money on the market than what he has right now. And then another guy who can also opt out, uh, who might not just because he likes where, he, where he's at, is uh, J.D. Martinez. Mm-hmm. Uh, he play, he's the DH in Boston. I think he can somewhat field, but it's kind of the same situation, kind of like an Ozuna. Uh, he can definitely hit, even though I think this past year was a down year, so maybe he's not looking to opt out since he knows you know, he won't get that guaranteed money that he's already – he already has. But those are my three guys. What do you got? Well, I have three guys as well. <laughs> uh, three totally different guys. But, um, yes, like you said, we need we need to replace his offensive production. That should be the number one priority. Um, and, you know, like you said, I have this, you know, this inclination that the DH is going to come back. The, the fans loved it. The players loved it. Everybody loves it. There's no reason why the MLB, MLBPA and the MLB can't hammer out a deal to get this thing – you know, to stay permanently. And, you know, number one, that'd be a great thing, you know, when it comes to re-signing Ozuna. But, you know, if he if he leaves, here's three guys that I'm looking at immediately. Michael Brantley from, from Houston. He put up great numbers this season. I yep. like it. I really I like, like Michael Brantley. Um, you know, you could you could you could put him anywhere in the lineup and he'd produce. Um, and he's not yeah. he's not a bad outfielder. Um, so even if the DH goes away, Michael Brantley, I like that name. Um Jock Peterson, I think he's a lot like – I know I've mentioned him in the last podcast. Um, I think he's a lot like Ozuna was last year. He he performs big time in the playoffs. Uh, mm. He doesn't hit for average. He's a big power hitter, but Not no, he doesn't hit for average. <laughs> Not at all. But he's had, he's had these seasons where it's like, dang, this guy's <laughs> really, really good. Um, so when, when it comes to replacing power, Jock Peterson's a name that I like. Um, and the last name, here's an interesting situation. I know, I know we're not big fans of him over here in, in Braves country, but Justin Turner, uh, Justin mm. Turner, you, you, you sign him, you put him at third and you throw Austin Riley out back in the outfield. Um, I love him. He's a great hitter. Wow. I don't like watching him play against the Braves. Uh, but <laughs> you know, a Justin Turner could come in, you know, hit behind Freddie Freeman and probably put up great numbers. Um, even if he is, you know, aging okay. a little bit. Um, and obviously Trevor yeah. Bauer, you know, that may, we may put more interest on him. If Ozuna doesn't come back, you know, maybe throw a little bit more money at him. But those are my three, I guess now four names uh, that we could look at if, if Ozuna doesn't come back. But yeah, that was a great question. Um, yeah, good question. Next question is from Lalo Sam's 912 What are your opinions on Marcel Ozuna coming back? Uh, we kind of, we pretty much covered this. We need him back. We want him back. Yeah, yeah. We need him back. We need Hopefully him we're going to get him back. Um, ooh, this is a good question. At TaylorDon77, what are your thoughts on Christian Pache and Drew Waters? Um, mm. I'm going to let you start off on this one, Kurt. I've got a few, I've got a few thoughts as well. <clears throat> okay. Um, number one, they are fantastic prospects. Uh, they're, their, their value is insane, and we've seen that, you know, as far as teams inquiring about them and, and trade rumors and our reluctance to trade them, obviously, you know, since we still have both. Uh, I think uh, Pache making his debut, 
uh, this past season and then coming up in the playoffs, replacing NC Arte after not even really getting any, any playing time up there uh, was very – I think it – I think it sent a message that, hey, you know, we know this guy is our future center fielder. Um, it puts Acuna in right that we like. Yep. Uh, Waters, I've heard great things about him. I haven't seen too many, like, you know, too much film or highlights about him. But I know he's also very good. I like his potential with the bat. Um, but I think Waters can end up being a guy who might be that, that piece, that big piece that we give up in a blockbuster mm. trade to take us to that next level. That's kind of out there. Not saying that we need a blockbuster trade, but if, you know, if it comes to that kind of scenario and, and you know, the Braves feel like they can pull the trigger on a, on a guy that is going to make us – or is going to give us that World Series team, um, I think Waters could end up being traded uh, just because I, I think our depth is good in the outfield. I think if you have Pache and Acuna, you can roll out a third outfielder that doesn't have to be too great, but you still have a, a, a solid outfield. And I think Waters uh, being traded might be his best, you know, use for the Braves. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's great. I think I think Pache will be starting in, in center field uh, opening day 2021. I really do. Um, yeah, I loved his patience and his at bats in the NLCS. Um, how he was just really thrust into action when you know. No one really expected him to play at all, um, and it really it really made me mad that we didn't play him earlier in the season if we knew all along that he was going to be our our uh, first guy off the bench in the outfield. Um, but all that said, he came in did a really really great job given the situation. Uh, he will be starting in the outfield in 2021. That is my prediction. I think that's what will happen. Um, when it comes to Drew Waters, like you said, he's a very very uh, uh, he's got a lot of trade value. Um, I think the Braves value him extremely high. I know they value him extremely highly um, because, you know, when, when Clevenger became on the, came on the market, Lance Lynn came on the market, we did not want to give up Drew Waters. That was, that was the thing that kind of, uh, you know, prevented us from acquiring those guys is that we did not want to give up Drew Waters. Um, I think we could see him late in 2021 if he, if he doesn't get traded and, and unless we got, unless we, we go after a really big name guy on the trade market, I think, Waters, you know, will will stay. I think he we could see yeah. him late in twenty twenty one. I can't even imagine how good that out that potential in that outfield. If you put Drew Waters, Pache, and Acuna out there, oh, oh my dude, goodness, I mean, uh, that could be fun to watch. But we'll see. Um, I really like both of them. Uh, good, great question, great question. Um, all right, we're on our last question. Southern Boys Sports said, when are we picking up Bauer and re-signing Ozuna? A lot of Ozuna questions is the theme today. Um, well, obviously, this is a very optimistic question. Um, but kind of to talk about free agency when that starts, it's five days after the World Series ends. So if the Dodgers win tonight, uh, well, it'll be five days from now. And that's when the free agency market will open Uh and I'm expecting to see a really slow market. I'm expecting to see players not sign immediately uh, because of the, the money situation with the coronavirus. I think it's going to be very tight and players are going to want more money than teams really have to offer. Uh, but hopefully we can hammer out a deal with Azuna. Wouldn't that be nice just to get it done quick? Um, but yeah, that's when the free agency market uh, opens up. Uh, what do you, what do you think, Kurt? What do you think uh, when it comes to size? Picking up Bauer and re-signing Ozuna, we'll talk about it one more time just to end off the podcast. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, it'd be 
It'd be great. We love Trevor Bauer around here. We'd love to have him in Atlanta. Obviously, we think we need Ozuna back. Um, I, I, I agree with you in the sense that I think it's going to be a slow market. Yep. Um, I think that a lot of guys – well, and quite honestly, I don't think there needs to be a rush to sign with teams. Although fans want it, myself, I want to see guys get signed as quick as possible because that gives us something to talk about, something to look forward to, et cetera. Um, but I think those bigger-name guys are going to have to wait and see what they you know, get every last penny – out of these te- out of these teams because it's gonna be t- it's gonna be tough, yep. you know, with with the money situation and everything. So, I I, I kind of think back to you know how late you know Bryce Harper signed and Manny Machado, right, and, and those kind of things. And I I get anxious only because that off season was so dreadful for me because I wanted these guys to hurry up and sign. But you know, I, unfortunately, it might be something like that again, and so. Be patient, fans. Right, uh, be exactly. Patient. And I'm talking to myself as well, not to <laughs> y'all, but to myself as yep. well. Be patient. One hundred percent. You know, as much as we want to, you know, to sign as quickly as possible, it's probably not going to happen. Um, yeah. Some other important dates in the off season is, like I said, free agency is going to open up uh, very early in November. Um, November 9th through twelfth is when we're going to see all of our awards. So that's when we're going to see Freddie Freeman collect his MVP award. I'm, you know, yep. there's no jinxing that he's going to win the NL MVP. Uh, he absolutely deserves yep. it. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, right now, the plan is to start spring training February 27th and to have um, our first, you know, our first Braves game of the season on April 1st. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to hopefully we'll be able to be in the park uh, if everything you know, goes well with the with the virus and the vaccine. Um, really looking forward to that. Um, to end it off tonight, let's let's talk, you know, real baseball right now. Dodgers Rays game six tonight. Kurt, I need a score. Are the Dodgers taking home the, the title in the night or are the Rays forcing a game seven? My heart wants the Rays to win, <laughs> but my mind tells me that my heart is going to shatter when I see the Dodgers hold up that trophy tonight. I, I think they're going to win. Um, I, quite honestly, it could be a blowout. I think uh, we haven't seen too much of that, you know, in the World Series yeah. per se, but I think that the Dodgers, you know, they, they know how close they are. And I think they're going to ball out. Um, I hate to say that because I think it should be us, obviously. Yep. Um, yep. But I think the Dodgers take it tonight by a score of 7-2. Seven, seven to two. Okay. Okay. My my prediction was going to be 7-5 to five and I uh, Dodgers winning. I think the Dodgers honestly have one of the best lineups I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, from top to bottom, it's ridiculous. Uh, the fact that the Braves got up 3-1 on them in the first place is, you know, insane to even think about. Um, but Dodgers, Dodgers 7, Rays 5, Dodgers take on the World Series title, as much as that pains me to say. Um, but, yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning into another uh, another episode of Atlanta Braves Nation. Um, hopefully we'll be having another podcast soon. Uh, but, yeah, we appreciate you guys showing support. Um, and go Braves!